What's up TATP listeners and welcome back for another episode of the Accessible Technology Podcast with me, Phoebe Slough. For those of you who are new to this podcast or haven't listened to it before, this is a podcast where I talk about how everyday technology can become more accessible for those who are disabled, as well as telling you what the least accessible technology of the modern era is, while also sometimes including feedback for technology companies on how they can make their technology even more accessible, which is something that I have an interest in given that I am actually disabled myself. However, in today's episode, we're going to hear my reaction to Sony's CES conference, which was streamed a couple of weeks ago at the beginning of January 2024. However, it might be slightly difficult for me to keep going with the topic at times, given that I am actually more of an Apple fan, but... I guess we have to eventually admit that more technology companies exist in the world other than the one company that you are mainly attracted to. So yeah, this is my attempt at showing the other side some love, given that I guess they can be accessible as well. But since this is the first time that I have covered this type of content on my podcast before, as well as all of the other links that I have to cover this type of content as well, including my YouTube channel called PL Tech Reviews or over on the blog PL Tech Reviews. I would like to fit in some background notes as well, just to give you additional notes about what CES is and about what Sony is. So, let's now get ahead with doing that. So, it's for the Consumer Electronics Show and organised by the Consumer Technology Association. CES is an annual trade show that takes place in Las Vegas and is considered as the largest technology festival in the world. Nimbus Tech companies usually showcase their new products at the festival with past attendees including Samsung, LG and Sony. And Sony is basically a global electronics, entertainment and music corporation which was originally founded in 1946. However, their most popular products include 
the cameras that they sell, as well as televisions, headphones, and of course, the PlayStation. But if I start reading off all of the products that they sell, I'll be here all day. So I'll just leave it at that. Lastly, I would just like to mention as well that you can now donate to this podcast as a one-time donation wherever you are listening to it on, whether that is through Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music and Audible. Google Podcasts, although that's going to go down and be discontinued later on in April and will be replaced with YouTube Podcasts, which I've recently just succeeded in distributing it to as well. And then the last piece you can listen to it on is on Spotify, but yeah, you can donate whatever you want to it uh, as a one-time payment if you would like. Roy, so please, if you would like to help me continue producing this podcast and also to expand it further so that I can even bring interviews with disabled guests as well as big technology brands and tech experts at some point. Please consider doing that. But knowing that I have said all of that, there's nothing else to say other than I hope you enjoy my reaction. So now let's get into the full reaction. At Condo Trip, we bring together incredibly diverse groups of creators, whether they're photographers, cinematographers, or YouTubers. They are storytellers. We give them a place to build a community and to share their voices. Helping creators navigate opportunities while protecting the authenticity of their work is a priority for both of our businesses. We're collaborating with the Associated Press and other industry leaders to create a digital birth certificate for images shot on our cameras. We constantly listen to our community, from the Associated Press to the most influential filmmakers. Their voices are reflected across our entire lineup of products. This holds true for our new Alpha 9 Mark III, the world's first full-frame mirrorless camera with a global shutter image sensor empowering creators to capture what has never been captured before. Yet probably with not many accessibility features being stolen and let's admit it, that is something that probably should be thought about more often when brainstorming technology for creatives because let's admit it, Creativity is not just limited to those who can move. Today, I'm excited to share a project by three powerful storytellers who share Sony's passion for global conservation. 
This trio put our new Burano digital cinema camera to work, capturing the beauty of Western Australia and some of its most elusive ocean inhabitants. With its compact size and world's first features, Burano met their needs for both mobility and flexibility while pushing the boundaries of filmmaking. I'm looking forward to continuing these groundbreaking creative pursuits like these from both of our teams. So yes, that camera did look good. And by all means, I'm sure those who have used it will be very happy with the amount of features that the camera has. However, before I watch any more of this conference, I would just like to say that filming, videography and photography is something that I do have a very big interest in and would be very interested in getting into. I do also have a couple of opportunities coming up later this year, which I will need to know various different cameras for. However, Sony, what you should be doing if you want to make your video cameras and photo cameras more accessible, as I'm sure you'll want to do, is to even just include features such as voice control, which of course has been included in cameras that have came out in the last few years, for example, GoPro. But seriously, you should really consider including that technology in your cameras. Plus, what if you even developed a cladded clip on or plug-in device that would allow people like myself who cannot often use the buttons around the camera to plug in external switches so that we could have a camera set up and just have these switches placed wherever we can access them easier. That would be so much easier and a lot more interesting with making your cameras more accessible and I'm sure that non-disabled customers would love voice control features as well as something to look into so you wouldn't even have to develop two separate cameras. Sony values creators, and we look for ways to make the most of their time. Real-time creation is an important way we can support them and enable collaboration. To support creators even more, we are excited to introduce Torchlight. At our Torchlight facility, we give filmmakers the space and tools to experiment with new concepts 
and unique ways of storytelling. Let's look at how Torchlight is helping creators realize their creative visions. Torchlight started because I was trying to find a way that filmmakers could iterate and be creative without the pressure that is created by the normal filmmaking process. Torchlight is fortunate enough to work with Sony Pictures and Sony Tokyo. Whereas at Torchlight, filmmakers come in and find new ideas instantaneously using performance capture, virtual cameras, photogrammetry tools, all of the latest pre-production technologies with their own hands. As opposed to a traditional pipeline, we're able to do all of these different Again, however, when working with softwares like you're using there, has anyone thought about including preferences that you could even do with one finger or one hand? Precision has been the leader in gaming innovation for decades, building a community of avid fans and game developers. Let's see how much PlayStation has been working on accessibility and how much it also offers to other gamers as well. Have to say, PlayStation is something I might look into checking out at some point, even if it involves getting some stuff loaned in. So, yeah, might look into that later on in the year. But let's see what's new with them anyhow. Last month, we announced that PlayStation 5 last year we developed Gran Turismo Sophie, our most competitive AI agent. It is now available to Gran Turismo players on PS5. GT Sophie's human-like racing interactions greatly enhances the driving experience for all players. PlayStation continues to expand on being the best place to play by offering even greater access to gaming experiences. An interesting showcase of games and gaming devices there. However, it would have been nice to see a disabled gamer playing with the access controller. But given that Sony hasn't really been giving those odds to disabled gamers to test, or at least from what I've seen online, they haven't really sent it out to disabled gamers to test. In a way, I'm really not surprised. Furthering our passion for creative, creativity, we continue to find opportunities in both virtual and physical spaces. Today, we are happy to announce a new solution for spatial content creation. With a crisp 
viewing experience and intuitive interaction for 3D design. We are enabling creators to shape and edit 3D models. We are expanding the creation space by overlaying virtual objects into physical spaces. With seamless access to virtual objects, creators can work in real space with an immersive development experience. Hello everyone. Today, I'm excited to present the past progress and updates of AFIRA. First, allow me to bring the latest prototype on stage. But today, I will using this. This is a PlayStation controller, DualSense. Using this controller, I'd like to show you an aspect of the software-defined vehicle. Interesting name for the car, however, being a failure. But considering how you can be attracted to quite a lot of things these days, if a car takes your fancy, then quite a good name if you want to feel sexual towards it. This remote driving demo is for the purpose of the tech sh showcase only. However, we believe that software can define new function and value. We want to redefine the relationship between people and mobility. Today, I'd like to talk about two topics, AI for AIDAS and the mobility as a creative entertainment space. Yet somehow you couldn't also make a valve version of the car, which for those of you who don't know what that is, is a wheelchair accessible vehicle. So yeah, that is something I would like to maybe see Sony working on in future, considering that there are quite a number of features so far that really look interesting about the car that you get in it. But if you have a parent who is wheelchair dependent and who also would like to experience that car if it's also off, given that it also offers the opportunity to keep mainly kids, but also tech enthusiasts and the family quiet when on long journeys with these screens in the back and everything. 
that's where speakers Africans get a wild version of this color as well. Let me explain how we utilize AI for ADAS. Afia uses advanced sensing devices with image sensors, LIDAR, and radar. Also, because safety is our top priority, we will have redundant system as needed. Here, we compare object detection using a traditional CNN or convolutional neural network and vision transformer. By combining the ADA simulator with AR, users will enjoy an immersive experience. In addition, map data can also be used to broaden the possibilities within the development of gaming and entertainment features. In order to bring these features to life, we utilize the gaming engine, Unreal Engine 5. We support the latest Unreal Engine 5, 5.3. Sony Honda Mobility will provide a digital playground where anyone can create and express their own style within a field. To do so, we plan to establish diverse development environment to force a, foster a creative community, creative community among users and creators, allowing access to deeper data. That is, however, a really interesting feature because I guess to an extent you can say that Sony are letting the user customize the color to their own liking which i think might be a good thing for some users however let's admit it best gamers know that there is a whole gaming system and their color how many are going to be making excuses to drop out of work for a couple of minutes per day to go out to their car to game for a few minutes and then come back in again whenever they've had enough. ...and other related information in order to realize unique ideas. Another initiative to make mobility even more creative is a conversational personal agent, which we have started to develop. It's a partner, Honda, we excited to bring our unique chemistry to the market. Sony's potential is unlimited when we work alongside creators. This includes the creation of today, creator of today and the creator of tomorrow. This photo of the Earth was taken by young creators in Japan using our nano-satellite. Through our Starsphere project, we expanded the creation space to the universe. We also focused on building communities 
that can help create equity and social cohesion. In this way, the kind of experiences we hope to create can also be a force for good. People are at the heart of creativity. We embrace their ideas and elevate their stories as we continue to power creativity with technology. Thank you for being with us today. Enjoy CS. Right, so overall, I did find a lot of the technology and improvements in new technology that Sony is bringing quite interesting. However, there's more than one area that I would just like to comment on because I did see a few gaps as far as accessibility goes and as far as any regard for disabled customers who would be equally entitled to use Sony technology and are equally interested in trying out some of the new technology. In fairness to Sony, not a lot of camera companies and electronics companies are really doing the best when it comes to making cameras accessible for the disabled community. So, in fairness to them, they aren't the only manufacturer or company out there. However, I think there is still a point to be made that a few milestones have been made over the last few years when it comes to cameras and technology. With GoPro, for example, and others, giving you the ability to operate the camera with voice controls. So I think that would be a good thing for Sony to include with their cameras from this point onwards and to maybe develop into them. However, it would also be nice to have maybe an added in device for when voice control technology doesn't work so that users who can't use the normal buttons around the camera can plug in switches that would work the best for them even if it involves buying an extra bit of kit but yeah I do think that that would basically make the Sony cameras, whether they be video cameras or the normal photo cameras, more accessible. But after those features are added in, I think that would be accessible for the vast majority. Although I'm sure others would claim that other features could be added in as well.
Moving on to another area, however, I do want to say that I think it was disappointing not seeing disabled gamers in the showcase, especially since the access controller was included in there. But this might also include having to actually find out and to call for disabled gamers to get involved. But Sony, that is something that you could do very easily. And I know personally, if I saw something like that on Twitter or social media calling for disabled gamers to come and say what all they thought, but was a particular device made for them, I think I would definitely jump at that opportunity. And I do think overall that including more disabled people in their research could also act towards the goal of getting more cars with AI and more products with AI that are accessible for everyone. You might have been able to tell from my reaction there that I have a couple of mixed feelings about the technology that Sony showcased. But let me ask anyway, what did you think about the technology that Sony showcased at CES? Was there anything you liked or disliked? Or will you be ordering anything that was showcased? And if so, what is that? You probably won't think this after listening to the reaction. But funnily enough, there are actually some good things I believe Sony are doing, although they could equally improve. After recording the video, I had to do some research on the products mentioned throughout the conference so that I could write the blog up. And during that time, I discovered that the Alpha 9 Mark III digital camera does actually come with a few good accessibility features. These features include screen reader, the ability to enlarge the text that appears on the screen, the ability to add colours to the outline of a focused area if you have any visual problems or you're blind or colourblind, and the ability to customise buttons, which is actually something that could help people with some light physical disabilities. So it is obvious that they are moving in the right direction. However, as I said, it isn't good enough. 
and there are actually some things that Sony could be doing to make their technology better, although in fairness this doesn't just apply to Sony because other camera manufacturers do exist. So I'll extend what I'm going to say next to every one of them. Sony, if you are listening to this podcast and would like to know what you could do to make some of your cameras more accessible, I would suggest that maybe introducing a voice control feature exactly like what GoPro do at the minute, but that would also be able to extend to being able to carry out all of the basic camera functions that the camera is capable of doing would be a good idea. As well as maybe developing a third party accessory that could be plugged into the camera's with accessibility switches could also be plugged into as well so that people with severe physical disabilities can plug in accessories to help them and place them wherever is best. I would also extend this feedback to other camera manufacturers as well so that they can make their cameras more accessible because honestly photography and filmography is something that I have a really big huge interest in and will be taking up a job hopefully later on in the league in the year where I'll be able to practice with all of that. However, if after listening to this feedback you have other ideas about how cameras could become more accessible and you would like to pass on some of your thoughts, you can include them in our review wherever you're listening to this podcast on, as well as via the contact pages over on my Fitchlow Tech Reviews site, pltechreviews.co.uk, or over on my other website, fibilow.com, which is a portfolio website for all the different journalism areas that I'm interested in getting into, including film, TV, theatre reviews, grand concert reviews, accessible tourism reviews, political blogs and videos, and which I recently just got back to updating as well so you'll be able to check out more of the content I'm doing over there later on in the year and in the next few weeks and months. However you can also check out my YouTube channel for that website as well by looking up 
peeps out journalism and of course you can see the video version of the reaction that I did by going over to my PL Tech Reviews YouTube channel and I will hopefully have a full reaction to and uncut version of the reaction up on my Patreon soon which will be included in the episode notes below. If you would also be interested in checking out my journalism website, you can also find my other podcast, The Thieves Loud Podcast, by searching for it on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music and Audible, on Google Podcasts until April and on Spotify. And as you may have guessed already, that is where you'll find podcast versions of everything that I do over on Thiebsdale Journalism. With some breaking tech news stuck in there as well. There will be some more episodes coming out on this podcast in the next few days, including a reaction that I did to Samsung's CES conference. And then I'll be getting into reacting to Xbox's Developer Direct conference. However, after that, I'll then be getting into some product reviews, including a product review of my M1 Pro, MacBook Pro, and some more reviews of the customised DSi that I have been checking out. But the time scale of all of that depends on when I'm going to be starting my job and everything. So I can't exactly commit to doing an exact time scale for it. Although you will be able to check out the episodes then by just keeping an eye on my Twitter, which is OX. Account over at Active Slough, which is probably the best way. If you would like to follow me on X or as it was formerly Twitter, you can do so by searching for Active Slough. But if you would like to follow me on Instagram as well, you can find me on Instagram by going over to the real Thieves now. You can also follow the blog if you have a WordPress account by going over to WordPress and just clicking follow if you search for pltechreviews.co.uk However, links to the YouTube channel well, all below, and you'll be able 
to find all of the other links below as well. So please consider checking them out. Anyway, thanks for listening to this episode and I'll talk to you all in the next one. Bye!